Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Financial services is an increasingly important part of the Irish economy, and within that, there are legal services that support banks, insurance companies, as well as consumers. The Financial Services Bar Association represents lawyers in this area, and today they gather to discuss things such as new consumer protections money laundering rules and actions which can now be brought against big bosses. John Breslin is the chair of the Financial Services Bar Association and is on the line. Good morning, John. Good morning. John, can you tell us more about the new consumer legislation that lawyers need to be aware of and consumers need to be aware of? Uh, Well, the Central Bank is uh, looking at its consumer protection code uh, with a view to uh, making it even more effective in um, uh, in protecting consumer rights. Uh, in parallel, in the United Kingdom, uh, they've introduced this idea of uh, a consumer duty, which effectively means that financial institutions have to go a good deal further to proactively look after uh, consumer interests. And it may well be that uh, the regulator uh, here will will follow suit. And that means that they kind of tilt the weighing scales a little bit more towards ordinary households rather than big organisations that can afford to lawyer up. Exactly. Uh, and um, it, it it seems to uh, have a fundamental impact on the way an institution goes about doing business. In other words, that the the bank or the insurance company is actually going to have to proactively have the consumer's interests in mind rather than it being um, some kind of level playing field, which, of course, it isn't in many instances. Mm -hmm. You'll also be looking at criminal, civil and regulatory liability. That's right. So uh, we're also going to look at the anti-money laundering uh, scene, which which is about to undergo a huge change this year. Ireland might also get the AMLA, the anti-money laundering agency for the European Union. They might. Uh, So we're all uh, waiting uh, anxiously uh, for the result of the uh, the applications, but one way or another, uh, the change that that's going to bring about is that you're going to have a central European Union regulator for money laundering, and that regulator is going to directly supervise up to forty very large institutions, one from each member state, and others. Um, chosen based on certain criteria. But then the other uh, key role that the Money Laundering Authority is going to perform is to make sure that the level of regulation in each member state is absolutely uniform. So at the moment you have um, different member states have different approaches and some some will be stricter than the other. Uh, so AMLA is aiming to make sure that the same standards are uh, are applied across the board. Uh, is, Ireland, um, is Ireland strict when it comes to money laundering? We've got, uh, well, the, the money laundering legislation comes from European Union um, money laundering directives. So in a technical sense, the law in each member state should broadly be the same. Um, but uh, I think it's fair to say that we have a very active uh, regulator in terms of uh, supervising uh, anti-money laundering, uh, and um, we we have a lot of action from on Garda Síochána as well recently, uh, with regard to mule accounts. So I'd say we're pretty we're pretty active overall in the in the overall scheme of things. 
Now, there's no, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no legal aid for civil cases uh, in financial services. In other words, if someone wants to bring an action against a bank or insurer, they would mostly need to pay for it themselves. Is that right? That's correct. Um, so going back to the, the question of how effective are, are consumer remedies, I think it's fair to say that on the statute book, we have no shortage of very effective statutory provisions, which uh, an aggrieved consumer uh, can call in aid uh, to start proceedings if they want to. Now, I mean, a lot of consumers will, of course, go to the uh, Financial Services and Pensions Ombudsman for redress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes the consumer will actually want to go to law. Um, and so on paper, uh, you have a lot of material there that you can use to bring proceedings. But the big problem, of course, is that, uh, as you say, Joe, we don't have any uh, civil legal aid for this sort of case. Um, litigation funding, which is uh, legal in the United Kingdom, is still outlawed uh, in Ireland, uh, although it's fair to say the Law Reform Commission... Does that is, mean class actions, John? No, this this is uh, litigation funding is where um, if you don't have the money to pay your lawyer... Ah, no you, fold, no fee. Pretty much, yes. So you get the litigation funder to, to pay the lawyer uh, and um, if you lose the case, um, you don't have to pay the lawyer. And um, depending on whatever um, policy you get from the litigation funder, you also don't have to pay the costs of the other side, which, of course, is an important thing to bear in mind. And would you like to see that in Ireland, a case of kind of lawyers offering to do it for free and then getting a huge chunk of the any payouts? I think most lawyers you talk to working in this space would be very enthusiastic about having a comprehensive uh, litigation funding scheme. Uh, the reason it's illegal is because we still have on our statute books a 17th century statute, um, <laughs> which <laughs> uh, w- which is still alive and kicking, unfortunately. And um, it is about time that we... Um, consigned that to the bin. But as I say, the Law Reform Commission is actively working on this and they've done some very important work in that regard. So well, I think they, we can see change coming down the line. Well, they've only taken nearly 300 years to, to look at that issue, so another 300 maybe. Um, how would someone know whether a solicitor or a barrister does pro bono work, for example, if they did want to take a civil case against a bank or insurance company? Well, I think you would have to talk to your solicitor and ask if she is willing to work on a, a pro bono basis. And the solicitor would, in turn, if they're going to instruct a barrister, would have to talk to uh, talk to the barrister. And um, it's really it's really a dialogue um, uh, that you have to have with your legal advisor. So it's, it's not as if it's on someone's website. Um, a lot of firms will, uh, on their websites, indicate that they they do pro bono work. But I mean, that's. Uh, you, you would have to recognise that business being business, yeah. um, they may not um, accept all, a, a, any case that comes along. I mean, I think if you're taking on a pro, pro bono case, you want to make sure it's it's, it's a good case and yeah. it's a worthy cause, etc. All right, John, best of luck with the conference today. That's John Breslin, who is a senior counsel, <clears throat> excuse me, and chair of the Financial Services Bar Association. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.